Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Kodo's Cinema. I'm your host, Mark Kodo, and today I'm going to count down my top 10 favorite movie musicals. So just to be clear, I'm doing movie musicals through those that were adapted from an actual musical, films that are based on biopics, movie musicals that are made for comedy, horror, or any type of drama will be included. However, I'm excluding those that went straight to DVD or those that were made for TV movies. So sorry, sorry, High School Musical fans. And please be advised and... Uh, some of them may contain uh, some very important issues that went through in these movie musicals. And as always, spoiler alert. Number 10, Grease. Kicking off the list is the automatic, systematic, hydromatic, Grease Lightning! Or should I say Grease? That's right, people, Grease. It might be a high school teen genre film, but it still serves as an amazing movie musical. Based on a 1971 musical of the same name, this film depicts the life of a greaser named Danny Zuko, played by John Travolta, and Australian transfer student Sandy Olsen, played by Olivia Newton-John, who fall in love for each other. Now, uh, now what I actually like about this film is basically the music, particularly the uh, Grease Lightning song. That, that literally still keeps me going literally I, I still dance to that song a little bit like 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 Grease Lightning the song in Greece which was basically the scene with John Travolta and the Greasers they actually did an amazing job with that scene which I totally like but but there were so many songs that I actually enjoy I thought the story was actually pretty good it does follow a lot with the with with the teen genre theme throughout most uh, throughout most throughout most of these uh, movies that will be on this list especially those uh, especially those that kind of deal with like with teen genre which makes which actually makes sense so anyway uh, the film Grease became a huge success in 1978 from both critics and audiences due to the performances of the two leads and musical numbers and uh, and uh, this also did spawn a uh, a made for TV live broadcast uh, and I think that was somewhere in the early to mid 2010s. I, I forgot what it was. I forgot. I forgot what year it was, but there was a made-for-TV airing on that as well, which was pretty good. All right, moving on. Number nine, Footloose. Similar to Greece, Footloose deals with teen rebellion due to its town banning music and dancing due to a recent a accident from uh, from Reverend Shaw's. Uh, Reverend Shaw's son. This film follows Ren McCormick, played by Kevin Bacon, who moves from Chicago, Illinois to Beaumont, Utah, discovering that the town bans music and dancing. So he he befriends a couple people. One of them is named Willard, and and falls in love with a girl named 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 Ariel. This this film deals with teen rebellion trying to go go against a law that bans music and dancing which is basically which is basically something that you don't hear or see every day in most parts which is which is surprising although this literally land lands a teen rebellion because because a teen 
many teenagers li like to d sing and dance, which makes sense because that is a part of life. So anyway, anyway, I mean the movie and the movie itself does a very good job describing the Tea Rebellion, despite the fact that it does set in a 1980s uh, set setting. And I do love the performances, particularly Kevin Bacon as Rem McCormick, as well as uh, John Lithgow's uh, performance as as uh, as Reverend Moore, or as I like, or as they like to call him, uh, Reverend Reverend Shaw Moore. As well, and then, then both of their performances were very, very good in, in this movie. And hey, 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 as I mentioned, the 80s, it may be a cheesy 80s movie, but it still serves as a, as a great teen and, and musical film with teen spirits and dance numbers. And uh, not to mention, uh, uh, the 2011 also did Footloose as well as a remake with Dennis Quaid as, uh, rep as the Reverend as well. All right, moving on. Number eight, The Lion King. Disney has no shortage of great movie musicals, whether it's animated, live action, or both. However, Lion King takes the pride spot because because it's considered to be one of one of the greatest Disney animated movies thanks to the animation, story, and vocal performances. But what really takes its pride on the number eight spot is the musical numbers provided by Elton John. And, and musical score by Hans Zimmer. Like literally, literally um, two of the of the best, greatest, or should I say, greatest well-known musicians like Elton John and Hans Zimmer collaborated on *The Lion King*, which is literally amazing. It literally keeps this story going, where it, where, where we follow Simba, who, who, who's trying to become king while 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 facing off against his uncle, uncle Scar. But what also makes this movie good is the musical numbers. Like literally so many great musical numbers like like the circle like the circle of life, Hakuna Matata, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? So many great musical numbers provided by Elton John. But but the musical score by Hans Zimmer literally, literally keeps the audience going. And this and this movie was so good, it actually won two Oscars in the musical category for Elton John and Hans Zimmer. And uh, whether or not you liked the 2019 remake, it they Elton John and Hans Zimmer Zimmer still did a pretty good job bringing in the music for for The Lion King in both the 1994 original and the 2019 remake. Yep. Okay, okay, and now it's time to move on. Number seven, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Okay, hey guys, I got a riddle, riddle for you. What do you guys get when you combine a movie musical with the likes of Tim Burton and Johnny Depp? What do you guys get? Give up? No? All right, okay, here we go. A, a gothic, thrilling movie musical. Yep. <laughs> Yep, and yes, it, it it is basically one of the few horror movie musicals on this list, and and uh, and Tim Burton is not uh, Tim Burton is not the only director who has done movie musicals, and this wasn't even the first. Uh, back then, he actually did uh, another animated. He actually did an animated film. Which is based. He actually did a couple animated films. One of which is *The Nightmare Before Christmas* and uh, Tim Burton's *Corpse Bride*. To which, uh, to which *A Corpse Bride* does star Johnny Depp. 
and Nightmare Before Christmas. Now, Tim Burton didn't even direct Nightmare Before Christmas, although he was involved in the production in it. However, Nightmare Before Christmas uh, is uh, directed by Harry Selleck. All right, going back to Sweeney Todd. Now, uh, now Sweeney Todd is based on a 1979 musical of the same name. Now, this follows... Uh, this follows Johnny. This follows uh, Benjamin Bark, Benjamin Barker, aka Sweeney Todd, played by Johnny Depp, who go who goes on a, a on a revenge killing spree. Because uh, because his wife was uh, was murdered by uh, by 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 Judge Turpin, played by Alan Rickman. Now th- now uh, say what you will about the uh, Johnny Depp singing in in Sweeney Todd, but I think Johnny Depp did a very good job with with the singing cho- singing chops in Sweeney Todd because because I thought that the singing in it literally fits the character perfectly. And uh, and I did enjoy his performance, including many great performances and musical numbers, particularly uh oh man, uh, there's so many there's so many memorable musical numbers, but I think it's uh, Sweeney Todd's uh, ballad which was played instrumentally in the op- in the opening scene because uh, they didn't even do the singing for it. They actually did did an instrumental version for the opening of Sweeney Todd. And the performances were great. The, the costume design, the makeup was excellent. I thought Tim Burton did a pretty good job with this movie. And, and this was his first ever R-rated movie that he ever did, which is basically saying something. Yeah. Yep. All right. What else? Um, no. And um, well, well, now I'm about to move on. Right now. All right. Number six, Mary Poppins. Already on the num on the number one entry of my top ten favorite live action Disney movies. This live action and animated Disney movie, Mary Poppins, is one of the greatest movie musicals, thanks in no small parts to its memorable memorable musical numbers throughout its story. Now, yes, 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 Mary Poppins is literally the greatest movie of all time for Disney. Literally, great, great movie. Like, literally, the performances of Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke was amazing. As well as, uh, as literally, literally, of how this movie was brought to life. Like, but, but the musical numbers, the musical numbers is what really brought Mary Poppins uh, to life. Like, literally, the movie... Mu- the musical numbers were so great and memorable. Like, like it's so catchy, even even catchy. Like some of the musical numbers are pretty cat catchy. Sometimes you need. Sometimes if you want to see a movie musical, you sometimes you need to bring it. You need to at least have a spoonful of sugar with it. Well, actually, well maybe for well maybe for Mary Poppins. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, but anyway, uh, this is literally Mary Poppins is literally a great movie musical to watch. Even over 50 years in the making, they still continue, especially with the recent, recent live-action animated sequel that they had in 50 years in the making, which is literally saying something. Hey, hey, uh, say what you want about the 2018 uh, Mary, uh, Mary, uh, Mary Poppins Returns movie, but I think that one's also a good one too. Hey, it, it, hey, it may not. Uh, it may not be the most memorable uh, Mary Poppins movie, the, the the sequel, but at least still it's still a good movie musical to watch. Thanks in no small parts to his to its uh, to its uh, musical numbers. So grab some popcorn, maybe a spoonful of sugar, 
and, and, and enjoying this movie because this because Mary Poppins is super califragilisticexpialidocious uh, es- if I'm saying this correctly. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm okay. Maybe I maybe I might have pronou- mispronounced the name, but hey, hey, but hey, all right, all right. Number five, um, straight out of Compton. Okay, guys. All right. Okay, guys. Uh. Here's my number five choice, which is Straight Outta Compton. Okay, so okay, so anyway, uh, so coming up in the top five is a musical biopic that is literally based on a very serious issue, and Straight Outta Compton is no exception. Okay, so basically, I mentioned before that some movie musicals tend to deal with very serious is- issues, and yes, like I did mention, um, teen like some like. The teen themes in in uh, Footloose and Grease that literally has dealt with very serious issues as well. However, uh, Straight Outta Compton has dealt with a very serious issue as well. So basically, and so basically, yes, this is basically one of the few movie biopics that deals with a very serious issue. Okay, so so Straight Outta Compton is based on the rap album of the same name. The musical biopic follows the N.W.A in their depiction of the rise and fall of rap, r- which includes rappers Dr. Dre, Eazy-E, and Ice Cube. Actually, uh, fun fact, uh, Ice Cube's real-life son, O'Shea Jackson Jr., plays Ice Cube in this movie, including uh, Paul G. Mighty's performance as, the, as their manager, Jerry Heller. Now... This is this is basically one of the few movies I actually enjoy because because this is basically a very serious topic because uh, because uh, rap the rise and fall of rap has their fair share of ups and downs which which definitely is saying something because uh, because of the whole racism theme that is going on throughout this movie now yes yes and please forgive please forgive me on tackling some serious issues but but some movie musicals uh, some movie musicals tend to have very serious issues in this movie now now straight out of Compton is a very good movie I actually enjoyed this movie and yes it tends to be a little uncomfortable at times but like the music is good the performances were great especially uh O'Shea Jackson Jr. who plays uh, who plays uh Ice Cube and uh in the, who plays Ice Cube in this movie? I thought he, I thought O'Shea Jackson Jr. played a very nice job. He did a very nice job in that movie. Now this movie is also dedicated to Easy E, who passed away due to um, due due to a- due to AIDS. To which uh, this movie does a very do- good dedication as well. So, yes. Okay, uh, moving forward, number four. A Star is Born, the 2018 version of A Star is Born. This uh, is basically a third remake of the 1937, 1954, and 1976 movies of the same name. But this time, this this film stars Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. This film follows a musician who is struggling with a, a drug addiction who later falls in love with a woman who rises to the occasion to become a singer. So basically, that's basically the main point of this uh, movie. A Star is Born has uh, has something to deal with with the musician who is struggling with something with another musician who rises to the occasion. 
which is basically saying something like like I said or like I said uh, most movie musicals deal with very serious issues which uh, which def which does definitely says something all right so basically in a star is born I was actually surprised with Bradley Cooper's singing chops he did an amazing job singing in this movie he also direct wrote and produced this movie and uh, and he, he did it he did an amazing job he went from voicing Rocket Raccoon and Guardians of the Galaxy to playing a musician as well as being a director writer and producer for a Star is Born he did an amazing job with it Lady Gaga also did an amazing job she she acted very well in this movie as well as her song uh, Shallow winning the Oscar for best orig original song she did an amazing job in this movie both Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga did an amazing job with this Star is Born and I highly recommend of watching this movie I highly recommend it it's both good and sa sad at times it does have his have its fair share of moments in this movie Alright, moving forward. Number three, Bohemian Rhapsody. Another musical biopic that came out in 2018. Bohemian Rhapsody follows the the follows the band Queen, led by uh, Freddie Mercury. Oh man, this is literally this is literally considered to be one of my favorite mo movie musical biopics yet. Because uh, because because it follows the because it follows Freddie Mercury on um, becoming an actual singer and uh, and a leader and the and the lead and the band leader for Queen, which is basically amazing. Now say you say what say say I mean say oh man uh, I mean like I mean say what you want about this film. Yes, this film does ha Bohemian Rhapsody does have its fair share of flaws, but. This is still a good movie to watch. Bohemian Rhapsody is a good movie to watch, thanks in no small parts to its memorable musical numbers. Oh man, the musical numbers are so memorable in this movie. And Rami Malek's performance was great. He did an amazing job playing Freddie Mercury, to which he won the Oscar for Best Actor. And and uh, and the editing, I thought the editing was pretty good. I thought uh, the filmmakers did a very nice job with the opening of how well edited the opening sequence was, particularly uh, the Live Aid opening sequence, which leads into the ending, which uh, the the Queen Queen did Live Aid. And uh, and also what also got me is the uh, the Wayne's World reference they did somewhere in the middle of the movie because Mike Myers plays um, plays a character plays a plays a a character who uh, references <laughs> Wayne's World because uh, because they think Bohemian Rhapsody will not uh, get teenagers to bang bang their heads in the car basically singing along and banging their heads in the car which is basically a reference to Wayne's world for those of you who have not seen who not got the reference or not but <laughs> literally literally a funny moment in that movie but anyway Bohemian Rhapsody is a great musical biopic and literally, literally a great film to watch all right moving moving on number two Rocket Man as I mentioned about Elton John from The Lion King uh, Elton John had his own uh, musical biopic too. Yes, yes, Rocket Man. Taron Egerton plays um, Elton John, 
who uh, okay, basically who also deals with uh, with his own deals with his basically his very own life, his own life as well. Actually, this movie was directed by Dexter Fletcher, who actually uh, helped out helped out with Bohemian Rhapsody. So basically, this wasn't the only musical movie that Dexter Fletcher did. So basically, Rocket Man is a is a, another great musical biopic. It actually felt like an actual movie musical because the the musical numbers when you watch the musical numbers and Rocket Man, you can literally feel it feels like you're watching an actual musical. And uh, Taron Egerton's performance as Elton John was great, especially his song "Rocket Man" was also great. Like, the story itself is also great. Literally, the story itself is very good of how it tackles uh, Elton, Elton John's uh, life, especially his uh, drug, addic- drug addiction that follows, another, which is another very serious, serious issue that, that has also been going on in, in this movie. But literally, the movie is, is still good to watch, and I recommend the, this movie. Rocket Man is a great movie. So now, on to the number one spot. And this might be a little bit surprising, but please bear with me on this one, okay? Okay, here we go. Number one, The Blues Brothers. Taking the top spot on, the, on this list is the, is the Saturday Night Live comedy duo John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd going on a mission for God. That is right, folks. The Blues Brothers. Okay, so... I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are probably wondering why uh, why did I decide to go with Blues Brothers as the number one top entry on my list. Well, here's the thing. I consider the Blues Brothers to be my favorite movie of all time, and it has <laughs> and has some pretty good musical chops to it. Like literally, literally, the Blues Brothers is a good movie to watch. Set in Chicago, Illinois, as well as other areas in in Illinois. And some areas in in Wisconsin, but this is literally one a great movie to watch. Like John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd go on a mission to help save an orphanage by ra- by uh, by by uh, by raising money by raising money as well as getting the band back together, while also being pursued by the police. Literally, 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 they're being pursued by the police in this movie, especially a mystery woman played by uh, Carrie Fisher. This is a great, The Blues Brothers is a great 80s movie to watch. Like, literally, it can literally get you, get you dancing on your feet. Literally, 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 and especially the amazing cameos that they actually had in this movie. From, with many great performances from, uh, oh man, there's so many, so many. I I can't even count, I can't even um, point them out. (laughs) Oh man, oh man. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, like, uh. Like oh man oh man, how how many great how many great cameos were there in this movie? And the, uh, not to mention this is basically one of the uh, uh, last few movies to to have John Belushi in this movie. So basically, um, rest in peace, John Belushi. Also, rest in peace, Cap Calloway, Cap Calloway, John Candy, and Carrie Fisher. Who who to which all four actors did an amazing job in the Blues Brothers and uh, and whether you're in it for the uh, for the, the high-speed action or the, or the, or the move or the movie musical itself or maybe just the the cast itself you can have a great great 
great watch great grand old time watching the blues brothers all right and there you have it this is my top 10 favorite movie musicals so what do you guys think are there any other movie musicals that i missed out uh let me know let me know and thank you all for tuning in to kodo's uh, cinema I hope uh, everyone is having a good week. Stay uh, stay warm because I know we're going to have uh, some cooler weather coming up. And also, have a good Monday afternoon. Have a great week. Uh, and have a great Thanksgiving. Have a good Thanksgiving to those who are going home for Thanksgiving break. I will see you all in December. I'll see you all in December because uh, next week is Thanksgiving break. So anyway, thank you all for tuning in to Kodo Cinema. I'm your host Mark Cotto and I'll see you guys uh, see you guys in December. Bye.